so scammers not allowed yes it's about love it's about my life it's about real talk situations trying to inform others so just to give you a little bit about me a little girl was quite sheltered raised in Miami with a strict mom and I wasn't allowed to do anything she controlled every single part of my life and I was just a happy kid I was a happy kid living like an only child but I was the last sibling of five and I'm 20 years apart from the last kid or person that was the baby still acts like the baby so I mean granted that's her role um I literally was raised like an only child so um my family compared I compare myself to my mom my sisters and my friends with the hot sun shining on my face as we played all day when I walked home with Veronica, she lived by Betty Wright. Betty Wright lived down the street from me. Um, I knew her song, knew she was famous, and she lived in this uh, pretty humbled place, but her house sat far, far back, and we always walked by going to play tennis. Um, I always m- m- was mesmerized by any celebrity because I felt we were kindred spirits because in my other life i think i could have been a i could have been a celebrity yeah i could have done great things (laughs) in this life as far as entertainment because i think i'm pretty talented however i digress honestly i believe i was supposed to be in that life Cleanup woman herself lived in the same neighborhood as I, and I felt honored. This was something I really never shared, so I performed in my own way in talent shows when I was younger. I was in a choir and even made a few girl groups. As elementary, middle school, we had a dance group called Gucci Girls. I can't remember, though. I was too young, but I'm... In high school, we had a group of four or five girls, and we sang harmony like in Vogue. And we were pretty good, but it was unnecessary drama, so we didn't stay together. Of course, you know how groups have their drama. (laughs) And plus, you know, I was singing first soprano, but I was really second soprano, kind of like alto-ish. But, you know, voice changing and everything. So it's like, uh, yeah, if we had the proper training, we probably could have did well. Hey, never know. But you don't know people's intentions. My 10th grade year, I was pretty good. And I didn't have, well, let me go back. So there was drama. In high school, I was popular, but so green to everything. I was on a tennis team until 11th grade, and I started to feel myself. My 10th grade year, I was pretty good, and I just didn't have the confidence in mind game to win. I would be beaten 
beating myself on the court. So I didn't understand it then, but I get it now. So I really wish everyone, I really wish everyone in my circle was more transparent to me because it makes me take turns in my life that should that I shouldn't have made. And it's from lack of knowledge and not having a damn clue. It hurts today because I've helped so many people and I was the cheerleader, but who was mine? I was always chasing after mom, my dad, my friends, their moms, but who was really checking on me? I don't think I've ever had the support I needed. It's funny how I went around town with my friend Mamie taking pictures of everything and we did and not knowing how low of my self-confidence that I was. Seemed pretty high for someone on the outside, but not so much for me. I learned how much material things became important to me. And I didn't learn that until my early 20s when I decided to leave everything I know and move to Atlanta to go to college. I was trying to find who I was because I wasn't getting it in Miami. Being emotionally and physically torn every single day of my life has come back and bite me in the, you know what, (laughs) a double hockey sticks. (laughs) I guess my defense mechanism worked for me as a kid. You know how they say you are resilient, where that's my middle name. All I wanted to be was a good girl for my mom. I did not miss a day of school, but that was mostly for me because I did love to learn and I didn't have to worry about my mom hitting me or cursing at me and calling me ugly. She accused me of doing things I didn't do. If something was missing, I took it. If something was wrong, I messed it up. I could never do anything right in her eyes. Through all this look, through all of this, I loved my dad. He was everything to me until he wasn't. He wasn't around anymore. My dad was always at my house when I was young. My mom... And him and I would play cards until the middle of the night. Hmm. Yep, in the middle of the night, my mom and my dad and I would be playing cards all night long. And then we would go play tennis and he would always win. He would always beat me. I love him so much. Until one day he left. And I did not hear from him for two whole years. And I did not know why. And my mom became even more mean. I went and took out the yellow pages to call my dad. I did not know where he lived. I just knew he had another life. And at that time, 
it's funny because in elementary the kids asked like are your parents married and I was like confused like married mm, I don't think so and when I thought about it like oh but he always have to go home and then when I realized that he had another life he was married to someone else and I guess when I got into middle school he had a change of heart because when I say my dad was at my house all day every day up until six six or seventh grade so when I got in middle school that's when he stopped coming he stopped staying all day it was a slow withdrawal and then by the time I got to high school that's when he got a conscience and decided not to deal with my mom anymore which took a toll on me because I didn't have my dad I didn't have my best friend I didn't have the man I looked up to who was the nicest man on earth to me however I wish there was one person that was for me, you know. My mom acted like she didn't love me and my dad didn't come see me. Hmm. Let me back up. So I probed, I looked and looked through the yellow pages. I called every James Wright that I know. Yes, his name is James Wright. And lo and behold, I got to the right phone number. How did I? I don't know. Divine intervention. And when I called, she was like, who is this? And I was like, Latasha Wright. James Wright is my dad. And she was like, don't call here anymore. And hung up. I think I found the right house. I don't know how. I think God was helping me. And I called it. I called that house every day until it dragged my dad back to my mom's house. And um, he didn't know how to ask me. Like, are you calling me? He, I guess he didn't know how to put it. But anytime he got missing, I would call. And when she answered, I would hang up. When a kid answered, I would ask them to give him the phone, and they did. And he would talk to me real briefly, and I took it. He would talk to me real briefly and say, Tasha, don't call here anymore, and hang up. No explanation, no nothing. And I didn't know how much damage that did. In that moment, I just wanted to hear from my dad. But him dismissing me did something to me inside. And so, yeah, <laughs> you have to be quite careful with how you address things. And Mr. Wright, that's his name, right? That is his real name. After getting hung up on so many times, I thought if she answers, I will hang up and try again later. Someone else had to answer the phone at some point. One lucky day, a kid answered the phone and I asked to speak to my dad, Mr. Wright, and they gave me the phone. And they gave him the phone. 
our conversations wasn't long and it didn't went as well as I thought it would. He asked how I got his number. He told me I shouldn't be calling there and he don't want to make any trouble. He still stayed away and I felt really sad and unwanted. My mom acted like she didn't love me and my dad didn't come see me. That is the beginning of my abandonment issues. Which led me to a man that's (laughs) so far away and led me to a husband that abandoned me in in our own house. So when I say it is so important to get the help you need to talk to a counselor to go through your feelings, it's so needed. My sisters was in and out of my life, but they all had their moments that was special to me. However, I wish there was one person that was for me. You know, I was sad. I was always crying, but no one would know because my mom said to always look your best and never let them see you sweat. Well, I was falling apart alone, all alone. No boys wanted to date me because my mom scared them all away. When I say she was mean, I mean she was mean. She was also charismatic at the same damn time. How my mom and my dad had plenty of game. I wanted nothing to do with that life. I wanted to be totally opposite and I was. I went on my first date at my 12th grade prom. Talk about being sheltered around all of my friends that's having sex, had multiple boyfriends, had gotten pregnant, gotten um, abortions and had babies and all this stuff around me while I'm scared to let a boy in my house because I think my mom has eyes in the back of her head like she has eyes on the wall so really scared (laughs) that was the first time I I went to the prom in 12th grade and that was the first time I lied to my mom about a boy being because she wasn't going to have it she allowed me to go with him she didn't want him to drive but he did and the idiot parked the car on the next block like if my mom came on the porch and would have we would have been caught and that would have been over right there because she would have dragged me back to the house but some angel was looking over me (laughs) and she just let me walk out with my at that time best friend who set me up with that um date and he they literally picked me up dropped me off on the very next corner and we went on to prom it was so weird unfortunately I had a curfew no one else did But we didn't get caught and the night was awesome. But I was so scared because my mom didn't play. Let's talk about this prom dress. 
I had to be covered all over. So I wanted some type of skin to see through. But I was like a nun, so covered, so many restrictions from my mom. I went to the mall for my dress and my dad. He was like my best friend. He always shopped with me when we had a first day of school, you know, getting your wardrobe together. He took me to guess one of my favorite stores when I was in high school and I had my little shopping spree. He would sit there so patiently and I didn't know that was something I wanted, you know. But did I get that? No. <laughs> it's like you're being groomed and you don't know you're being groomed. He bought all of my clothes. I always had nice things. That's how my parents showed me love. I was a model for them to show off. I will continue to write. This will be my help. And I want to share my truth. I'm hurting and I need to get it out. These pains are coming back to me in my life now. My marriage has ended and I need to tackle a lot of the issues. So if I do get married in the future, I know how to handle or address things that comes off different to others. I want to live free again, but this time not so sheltered. That's me. That's how I started off in this life. But I want to share the rest of it because I went into the world very, very green. And I don't want you to do that. So who wants to join me in this journey? Because it's going to be a long, crazy ride. And I'm ready for it. I'm so happy I did it. Let's get it. Let's go.